all upside from here. I mean, there's don't know what people are worried oh, I, about. No, I, you know, um, <laughs> <clears throat> my character is is loving it. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> your character may not be loving it when we get back, but I feel and like I, I've got a hot poker pointed right at your anus, and I'm right. ready to use it. Right. I've only <laughs> I only managed to listen to the basically the first half of the okay. last session. So I, I don't know where y'all were going when y'all were questioning my motivations and <laughs> um, what I might do if things went sideways, which hurt me deeply. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking Rex, uh, roughly where did you get in the session? Just so uh, I got to the point where um, uh, Folinter was at the had gone to get the priest of Peony and okay. he ran off and Volunteer was looking around and then there was a, a above table conversation between Duck and Blair about um what the characters would know about um Isenbart versus what right. the players know. Um but shortly before right. that you know, Pete was saying terrible things about Eamon. Um, <laughs> and I just like, it, it's almost like he, he had some special skill to find the most wounding, damaging things to say about someone. So um, it's almost like he's been trained in it. Exactly. I don't remember what I said. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. Being but it was there. sounded like it was good. Yeah. yeah. You were, it. you were suggesting to the rest of the party that if, somehow um, this executive action was frowned upon back in Olicon, that I was the type of person that would sell you guys out to save my own skin. Oh. <laughs> that I, was I, said, I didn't yes. see that more as, uh, I saw that as more accurate than insulting, but okay. Yeah, I, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I, it seared me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Did were anyone... we talking about Rex or talking about Eamon? <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> so does anybody want to try a recap or should I just do a quick one? Or I'm all for you doing it. I, yeah. I think you should do it. Because... No, I, think, I think they should do it so they can try to cover up <laughs> what I don't they, know, dude, I don't, they said. I'm... And now I'll know the depth. Uh, All I gotta say is long COVID. I can't. Sorry. COVID fog. Yep. Yeah. COVID fog. (laughs) Um, yeah. So last session, not a ton specifically happened. Uh, you know, it opened with Eamon stepping outside with Everard and two delegates from the mining guild, while Doberry, who is uh, Sir Cathal's right hand man, realized Sir Cathal just locked himself in his room, and didn't seem to be responding to knocks at the door. So basically all that happened was you got the door open, you found Sir Cathal had, you know, died by suicide. He slitted his own throat. He slit his own throat. Um, you know, volunteer went and uh, got the priest. Um, his body was taken to the chapel and uh, Eisenbart found a letter. Well, found a series of letters, most of them unfinished, but one in particular was a sealed letter from uh Tonat from Baron Ulthris Pierstall. And um by the end of the session, Eisenbart had got the letter open and realized that 
the Baron was trying to make a play for the town of Loban and its uh, mining bucks and was trying to sort of take control of the protection of Loban as the last sort of exit on uh, the Kaldor interstate before it got on to the wilderness in Orbal. Um, but there was a lot of discussion of like, you know, so what do we do? We're sort of put into a predicament um, where, and I think, you know, you know, Rex, you know, through Eamon, you said he's going for the brass ring, um, definitely went outside the parameters of the mission and it sort of started to go sideways. And so what I wanted to ask, you know, Rex above the table, did you want to rewind a little bit and do a little bit of your conversation with Everard and the mining guild, or do you want to sort of do a couple of quick roles? We'll assume a couple of quick things and use that as a baseline. Um, I'd, I'd kind of like to do the conversation. Um, cool. Mostly because it'll get me kind of back in the right place right. as a character. And I need some feedback from you as to the kind of the scope of the problems we're dealing with and which, because I've got some ideas about how to make this wonderful for everyone. If they <laughs> just, <laughs> just stick with me for just a bit here. Now, and have I shared the letter with any of the other group yet? No. What you did is you stepped outside to quote unquote, go to the bathroom and mm -hmm. you, you were, you fumbled your ledger domain role to see if you could do it you know, inconspicuously. Okay. And so then you had the choice. Do you stop because you realize you're about to break the seal or just let the seal break? And you said, ah, fuck it. Mm. Um, and you said like, Sounds you know, like if me. need be, yeah, I can just throw it in the fireplace inside the Amber and warrior in mm -hmm. and uh, just dispose the letter entirely. And basically the letter said like, Hey, you know, the crest that was unopened in the, the manor, that's a gift. I'm trying to butter you up. You know, let's talk about maybe Tonat and Pierstol becoming the protectorate of Loban, signed Baron, you know, Uthris Pierstol. P.S. Don't let anybody see this destroyed as soon as you're done. Uh -huh. uh, that never, that never happened. So the rest of the party doesn't know what's going on there. Um, okay. And so Rex, uh, yeah, we should definitely, you know, we'll, you know, do little hammy stretches and we'll do some of the conversation <laughs> here. The one outcome that is certain, because I already talked about it, the conversation could go well, but mm -hmm. the the mining guild is temporarily, and the the vigor behind that temporary, but can be determined. But they're temporarily holding their payment of the quote unquote hundred bushels of rye, which every year they pay in silver the equivalent of a hundred bushels of rye to the sheriff of Olakand as payment for like use of the roads, protection, this mm -hmm. and that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Everard is like, actually, that's, that's pretty bad. So even if everybody's like, okay, well, maybe we can work this out at the moment. They're like, you know, for reasons we're going to hold off. And the, the main reason that was mentioned earlier is that one of the mines has been overrun by Gargoon, which is the orcs. Um, because when Sir Cathal started pulling people to go on the hunt for barbarians, he pulled security. One of the mines got overrun. Uh, the other mine is still operating because the mining guild doesn't want to shut down entirely and lose that income. But there's talk that a couple of people have disappeared from that mine and nobody's sure of what happened. So the mining guild, you know, we'll find out how open they are to everything. But for the moment, things are going poorly and they're going to at least withhold 
the payment they're supposed to give. Um, so that's the one thing that has to come out of the conversation. And what's going to happen to the town if they don't get this payment? Are they going to like, are people going to starve or like, or is it just going to be a long-term in or is it my... going to fuck up the sheriff of Olicond or, you know? Right. So I, I would say for the day-to-day operations of Joe, the farmer, probably not a ton, but you know, part of the point of uh, Caldor's interest in this town is the mine. So at a higher political level, um, it's important, but to the person who's like tilling the field, aside from the fact, you know, some of the relatives got pulled to go on a, a bug. So this is, for... this is something we need. Like I'm someone's going to want us to fix this problem to cover up his other fuck ups. I have a feeling. Right. Somebody's going to want something fixed. And, and so what I was trying to do is come up with um, a problem that sort of went up the chain a little bit. Like this guy fucks up and tries to hide it. So now the sheriff of Olakond might've, been trying to do something good for his father but it kind of got fucked up so that might burn him when he's trying to convince his dad he'd be a good heir you know, uh-huh. to the throne so um so i think that basically covers it so what i'll do now again is i'll start my uh 80s mixtape um just remember you can always turn it down or off um where is it atmospheric music is it on shuffle sure hit play Okay, so let me turn that down for myself. Um, so yeah, so we'll pick it up by rewinding a little bit. Um, I put everybody, we're, we're going to be starting in the Loban Manor in the courtyard. I put everybody's tokens outside just so you could see if you wanted to. But currently what we're doing is we're having a conversation with Eamon um, Everard, the elected representative of the town, and two delegates from the mining uh, the mining guild um, over here. So what happened was, you know, Eamon, the last time you were here, you announced, you, you, you got Sir Cathal to back down and he was basically like, you know what, I quit. Um, and if anybody's got problems, you can talk to him. And they were pointing at you. That's when he locked himself in the room. So immediately right. afterward, Everard and the two mining guild guys were like, wait, what? And they said, can we step outside for a minute and talk in private? Um, and so that's where, where you are at the moment. The rest of the party's inside, banging on a door, trying to figure out why Sir Cathal's not responding. So, yeah, so they pull you over here to the stairs, and, um... And just for my benefit as a player, am I going to be in a position when, um, volunteer goes racing out the door, to go get the, the priest. Am I going to be able to see that? Um, yes, you do see that. Yeah, you will see that. Okay. All right. So. Um, and I'll even say like, you know, uh, you know, I'll use it if, it if it's necessary or if you want to ripcord for the conversation, just say, and that's when volunteer runs out. Um, okay. So, so anyways, so yeah. So what would you like to do? Um, so gentlemen, uh, I am quite distressed by the terrible plight that Sir Cathal has left you in, and uh, I'm quite confident if we work together that we can demonstrate to the sheriff that the problem was solely with Sir Cathal 
his inability to lead, his poor decisions, uh, and we can demonstrate that uh, the town's in good hands, the mine uh, will be in good hands. So how can I help you? Let's start with that. Uh, so let's see. Let's start with um, let's start with some opposed rhetoric roles, just to have okay. a baseline on the table. Okay. Um, and then, of course, make sure you star it. All right. So that is down. down. rhetoric. Well, why am I not seeing rhetoric on? There it is. Oh, you got, you got it? Cool. Uh, yeah, right. I, yeah, I found it. And I'll go ahead and start it. Um, and any modifier or just a straight uh, up? Nope, just give me a straight roll. Just a... Okay. Here comes a straight roll. Go! Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, so Everard and the the Mining Guild especially, they're... they're 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 agitated to some degree. You know, the, the one thing that that the mining guild needed was stability. And for the last couple of weeks, months, however long this has all been going on, it's the one thing that's been deteriorating. And to them, it feels like it just went off a little bit of a precipice. So they're looking for reassurance that um that you know the sheriff of Olacon is actually you know keen on what happens here and. Um, and it feels like this town and the resources of the town have become pawns in something that the mining guild has no interest in and is not is not interested in paying for. Uh, Everard, on the other hand, um, you know, it's been sort of a nightmare of a couple of months in that, you know, like 20% of the town has been killed in some capacity. And it just feels like the the bleeding is is continuing. So that's sort of their general mental stance at the moment. Okay. Do they have, have any, and so I, I listen to them for a few moments and I say, I want to assure you that the sheriff is keenly interested in what's going on here as evidenced by him sending me out here as his representative to get to the bottom of, of what's been going on. And again, it's clear to me that the shocking failure was Sir Caffel and solely Sir Caffel. And that's how I intend to write it at this point in time. So, and I just want to assure you that the Mining Guild and Lobon are too big to fail. The sheriff understands <laughs> that. So, help is going to come. So, we just need to figure out what help needs to come and how it needs to be used what the most pressing problem is. I have ideas, but I've just arrived. So I'd like, I'd like to rely on your experience and your wisdom to help guide me. And so the mining guild says, you know, look, you know, whatever gets the town and everything back on track, you know, we're in favor of, but they, they look at you for a moment, like, you know, with no disrespect, I have no idea who you are. Like in all of our dealings with, you know, Olakond, um, you know, there's certain representatives, certain people we've, we've often dealt with. Often we were told just to deal with Sir Cathal, but, um, you're a name that's come out of nowhere and, and we have no idea who you are or what authority you have or, you know, um, and, and so we're, we're just confused. Like, why isn't, uh, you know, a representative that we've dealt with that we would recognize that we, um, 
you know, familiar with why aren't we talking to people we've talked to before? Well, this is a time of great change in Auckland, and there are important events transpiring, and the sheriff has understood the need to have fresh eyes and people with a fresh viewpoint. I mean, Sir Capital is the kind of person you've dealt with in the past, and look where that's got you. So I was sent here because Sir Capital had noticeable failings that disturbed the sheriff, and he wanted me to get to the bottom of what was going on. And, and I've I've taken the first step. Sir Cathal has uh, assisted in finally recognizing his utter unsuitability to be in this position. But again, I need you to help me to help you. So, <laughs> I, so I go ahead. No, no, sorry. Go, go ahead. Finish. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. I feel the most important thing is as quickly as possible, we must end this conflict with the barbarians across the river and return some stability so that we can focus on uh, healing the town and ensuring that uh, both mines are operational. So that, okay. in my mind, that is the first step. But I'm open if there are other things that you think must happen. Yeah, and so, Rex, give me... Give me one more rhetoric roll, and this roll is something for a very specific thing. It's okay. to determine if they ask to see that letter. <laughs> Any modifier? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Um, okay, so... They sort of eye that letter and they sort of, you know, eye you up and down. And, you know, they recognize the seal on the letter is of Olakan Castle. So they can sort of eyeball and get a an official view of what's going on. Um, and they say, you know, yes, uh, obviously the two most important things are first and foremost, obviously the safety of the town and the miners. Um, and once that can be reestablished, then, you know, absolutely it's, you know, getting our, our minds back to full production. There's, this feels like, uh, you know, an unforced error, you know, uh, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot, so to speak of, uh, letting this mine, you know, get overrun. Um, and he said, and look, you know, like here, here's what we're going to do. You clearly have some thoughts. We'll let's all sit down and think about it. Um, but you know, while things are in flux, we're going to withhold our annual, our annual tax. Um, and what we're going to do is, you know, we feel this is a big step. It's not something we do lightly. So we're going to send an envoy to Olakand, uh, you know, a personal mining representative to explain to the sheriff, you know, why we're withholding that tax. Um, because, you know, we don't want it to be a surprise and we feel it's our duty as the ones making this decision that we should personally explain. Um, I, and, I find your sense of duty to be admirable. And, <laughs> but again, I want to emphasize, in my mind, the clear failing here is this was Sir Cathal's unforced error, not, not yours, not the town's. So could I suggest a slightly alternative course of action? 
And what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the volunteer ripcord. Okay. Um, so as you are there, they sort of look at you, say, what are you? And then at that moment, volunteer runs out the door. Um, commotion. You can start hearing from the inside of the room, you know, Doughberry's starting to, to lose it. Um, because they've, they found the dead body. Um, what I'll do is this, the conversation is clearly breaking up. Um, but I'm going to give you one more rhetoric roll to see if you can cut through the chaos that's starting to, to develop. Okay. Um, any modifier? Uh, no, no, just a straight roll. Mm. I don't even know what your skill is. Maybe I should be giving you some modifier. Oh, nice. Okay, so they, so they, you know, you don't literally go, hey, hey, over here, but you sort of get their attention back and you sort of get to make one more point before chaos is going to completely erupt. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make any decisions in the heat of this moment. Uh, I think it might be better if I was able to complete my report and have it arrive with your paid tax after we have fixed the problems. Wouldn't you think that might be more agreeable, particularly if my report to the sheriff casts no blame whatsoever on the mining guild or on the town of Laban for any delay in the receipt of the tax? And they, you know, they nod for a moment. They realize that, yes, if everything could just be sort of delivered with a bow on it, you know, so not too much changed, that would be ideal. And then they let you know that their taxes due, you know, it was supposed to be, you know, loading up a cart or however they transport that much money, a chest, was supposed to be heading out of Loban in the next week or two. So there's not a lot of time before... Mm -hmm. Uh, before that tax is supposed to be on its way. So at that moment, everything, they, you, the, the priest runs back. They start bringing the body uh, out of the, the, uh, the manor house. And um, in the last session, the rest of the group at that point made their way to the inn. Okay. Um, and so what we can do is we can jump to the inn. And I think, you know, do you want to just say, if there's something you wanted to do at the end, Rex, we can do that and rewind a little bit. Or the other, the rest of the group sort of did stuff for the rest of the day, so we could just call it the next morning. Uh, it's whatever, whatever you guys want to do. Well, I want to go above table for a second, just to, just to tell you, like sure. the thing that was most pressing in my mind after this conversation ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the bodies of the barbarians that were staked by the river or put on display by the river. I want them taken down and as best as possible, you know, properly cared for and then placed across the river. So I don't know if that's something that our, our actual party would do, or if that's something I could ask uh, Everard to, to do. Okay. Um, So what we could do, like in the last session, we sort of had you, go off on your own for a little bit after they got to the inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to the party, would you want to be a part of that? Should we regroup and start having discussions? Or should that be something that Eamon 
talks with Everard about. And that's what he does while you guys were, you know, looking at the, the letter, talking in the end. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Or does it not matter Which to one? either way? Who's... Uh, apparently, this is a solo RPG now. So... <laughs> which, one's, which one's Everard again? Remind me. Everard yeah. is the elected representative of sort of the, the townsfolk, okay. just so they have some say. Um, yeah, I don't have any trouble with letting them take the... Yeah, I mean, Eisenbart is not going to object... Uh, okay. He may not actively help, but, um, you know, he's kind of an interested observer in this whole process. Okay. And Blair and Pete, do you have any thoughts? Like, do you want to be a part of that at all? Or do you want to just let that happen and then we'll pick it up? Well, um, am I off and the priest, though? Uh, you, you've come back and now, like, everybody, you know, this would be the part where you guys headed to the inn. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so... You know, we can start, you know, and in the last session, what we had Rex's character do is he went up into his room or did other stuff while you guys sat and yeah, talked. Yeah, to end. me, yeah. And the only things that happened were, right, so last time the guy died, I got the letter. Um, that's all, I think, that involved Eisenbart, right? So, um, yeah, I, I'm okay with fast-forwarding to tomorrow. And then, you yeah. know, if, if um, yeah. Eamon wants to get the dude to do the barbarian thing. I mean, yeah, Eisenbart's certainly not going to object to any of that. He's, okay. you know, I mean, Eamon's been kind of the party leader from the, you know, because he had the letter from the sheriff and everything. So I'm certainly not, you know, now that it's going south, I'm not going to object to that arrangement at all. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. So how about we do this? Eamon, you talk with Everard and you sense that Everard is actually more than happy to oblige because the townspeople were not on board with this gruesome display. Um, so Everard's more than happy to say absolutely. And, you know, he, he sends some people, you know, down, maybe it's even the same people he sent to taking them down in the first place. So they start taking care of that. And, uh, so, so yeah. Other, so oh, the other thing I want to ask him is, is there anybody in the town who is, uh, and this part of this is above table because I'm just not sure mm -hmm. about some of the world setting things. Like, is there anyone in town who is capable of communicating in the barbarian tongue? If assuming the barbarian tongue is different than what we uh, uh. speak here in Caldor, because um, I want to send the bodies across, but I'm hoping to parlay with the bar barbarians at some point in time. So okay. Um, the, the bodies, the bodies are the bona fides um, to get the conversation started. Okay. Um, so, uh, above table, you guys aren't aware of anyone who can speak Tyeldic. I think that's their language. Uh, okay. I don't know if any of you guys have that language. I don't know if, um, but, um, but we can start. You know, the hunt for that if that is something you want to pursue. Nope, not me. <laughs> uh, I mean, have some... no no that was i don't speak it yeah oh okay okay yeah i don't that know i'm not i'm not gonna start the hunt for it although that could be how you interpret it also <laughs> so yeah i thought you're like no i'm not I'm jive motherfucker that. do you speak it <laughs> right um <laughs> i'm guessing nobody has that language skill 
Yeah, no, I, I barely. I'm not even going to look. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so yeah, so let's just um, if everybody's cool, we'll have the bodies starting dismantle, and we'll fast forward to the next morning and get you guys back together so you can start uh, hashing things out. Um, if that's okay with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay with me. Okay, so let's um, jump over to the inn. <coughs> and we'll say it's the next morning. Uh, so you all reconvene. Um, and uh, so this is the first time you've had a chance to really sit down together as a group since um, since the goings on of the previous day. So I'll let you guys sort of like uh, figure it out, like what you <laughs> how you react to each other. So uh, Eisenbard will look at him and say, uh, <laughs> "How are things going, dear leader?" challenging but anything worth doing is going to be challenging i'm sure you would taught many students that uh over the course of of your time so just an eyebrow raised uh i certainly will look forward to any wisdom or guidance uh you might have uh there are several problems that uh are going to be difficult to surmount but each of those problems also gives us a great opportunity to demonstrate to the sheriff that we are worthy of his employ, worthy of his respect, and worthy mm-hmm. of a place in um, his retinue, for lack of a better term. I see, so. I see. Yes, yes. Well, uh, what uh, what are these uh, opportunities you speak of? What 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 should we be planning to do? Well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like kind of get surreptitiously gave it gaze at Fallenter and um, Bartram and see how they're reacting. The most pressing problem that I see is that apparently one of the two mines that generates the tax revenue that's expected back at Olicon has been overrun by what the miners call Gargoon. Um, yes, I, yes, I, I'm familiar. Yeah. I've, I've, I've read of Gargoon, but I don't have no practical experience with them. They apparently oh, yes, yes. have uh, overrun a mine. So I think some form of expedition to that mine, once we stabilize the situation with the barbarians across the river, will be of critical importance. Um, expedition? Uh, are we do we have soldiers i i thought this was a diplomatic mission i don't know that uh and i'll i'll wave my hand at the other two i'm not sure that we have the um party configuration for a expedition to a gargoon infested mine and i'll uh, you wave my hand at myself too uh, well, if you would rather go across the river and treat with the barbarians, that would be helpful as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, doesn't also sound like what I signed up for on this trip either. I'm just a simple oh. tutor. Uh, you know, I'm very, I have a lot of book learning. I don't know how that my diplomatic skills, uh, I certainly don't even speak Taldic. Um, 
So that would be a complication, I would think, that would make that rather difficult. Well, uh, Eisenbart, I certainly would respect your many years. So if you would care to take lead and... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, oh. no, no, my friend. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think the responsibility, the chain of command is very clear. And I'm, you know, I, you know, within the bounds of uh, my own particular skills, I'm more than willing to accept your, um, your orders, except, you know, I'm not going to go into a situation where I'm likely to die. Even uh, smiles and laughs, old man, you misunderstood me. I simply meant within the confines of this conversation, talking, a place where I'm quite sure you oh, are yes, yes. actually capable of holding your own weight. So, well, I certainly, yes, yes, I please, certainly agree. Sh share with us what you no, think we I, should be doing. I think, uh, you know, it probably would not be remiss. Uh, you know, we could go scout the uh, the mine situation. Um, <clears throat> I did see you talk to the uh, representative and had the, uh, the effigies torn down. That's probably uh, certainly a good step. Um, you know, maybe, uh, I think the barbarian problem is going to be a tough one. Um, you know, from your description, the, uh, the lack of the hundred barrels of rye, uh, seems like, and also since, um, that's the name of the module, I think that's got to be pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, certainly like, I wonder if uh, is there a, a military presence that we could um, it seems like you now have some uh, although uh, perhaps limited power in town right do you you've you've got some authority could we roust up uh, a small military force to go check out the mines with us uh, scouting for them that's you know one thing I'm thinking of and you know uh, Bartram and uh, Fallenter are just sitting there like lumps in a log. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm awaiting to... their input. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I um, think uh, I think we need to hear from uh, Bartram and Fallenter too. Yeah. I, you know, are there uh, email? But before we do that, Eamon, are there any? So we have the barbarian problem. We have the mine problem. Um, are there any other problems that you see? Uh, or are those the main two? I think the other problem is the losses the town has already suffered. Um, mm. Again, going above the table for a second, I'm not sure any of us truly appreciate what it would be like to live in a community of 100 people that lost 20 of them. Yeah, but um, in, in Eisenbart's mind, he would put that as like, that's the barbarian problem. Right. right. I mean, that's all the, the you know, the, the, yeah, but that goes in that little bucket. And then there's the... Mm -hmm. You know, and they all, you know, and the two problems may be related. Now, have I now and remind me, Art, I saw something weird with a guy like being in Sorcelled or something and being dragged out of town. You, yeah. What, so what above there? the table, you saw someone who seemed to be entranced walking out of town and heading into the woods. And you're not sure why. Um, and okay. then, you know, you sort of followed something seemed to happen whatever the spell was, was broken. And, uh, and then he sort of said, what the hell am I doing out here? And then he went home. Okay. Sort of very confused. And I haven't told the rest of the party about that, right? No, you haven't told him about that or the letter. Or the letter. Okay. 
Or the what? Secrets. Uh, <laughs> the letter that he found from uh, Ulthris. Uh, oh, right. Pierstall. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering whether it's worth. I no. I, I think I'm gonna keep those things close to my vest for now. Okay. Because I, I don't know what to make of the weird guy, and then the letter is definitely something that like. Hmm. Yeah, I'll save it for later. And so with you know, volunteer and and Bartram, um, <coughs> the conversation sort of is just sort of assuming the course as plotted on some level, but are you cool with that? Um, or are you like, whoa, whoa, what are we getting ourselves into? That's definitely what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so how do you, do you say anything or do you sort of keep that close to the vest? Um, I'm still just going to say like, what, what are you even, planning i mean like the they've been fighting the barbarians for i don't even know how long but i mean like what what's your plan to just like go over there and just take care of it i mean like what are you even suggesting well um barbarians i believe were not a problem until Sir Cathal unwisely sent people ill-prepared uh, across the river, got them killed, and then worsened the situation by taking reprisals and making a grotesque public display of those reprisals. So I am confident that uh, the barbarian situation can be managed and we need to focus our energy on helping the miners restore their minds so that the uh, sheriff can receive the annual taxes as expected. And again, this is an opportunity for each one of us to return to Auckland in a much better light than we left. Uh, opportunity to have respect, possibility of a new station in life, uh, Potentially limitless opportunities if we can resolve these problems now. Or we can um, just leave the town, go back, and uh, tell the sheriff, yeah, it's it's a disaster here. Maybe you should send some competent people to take a look at it. I'm a farmer. I have no ambition for to get to get involved in all the kind of stuff that you guys have to deal with. Oh, but and then why did you come on the trip? Though so, I mean, I'm just you know, I came on the scripted. He was conscripted. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't quite conscription, you know, oh, like, right, but it was right, basically right. like, you know, I didn't get along with my, with uh, you know, my father, and you know, he he thought that I was just sort of like good for nothing, and so I was just looking for sort of like an excuse to get out of town and remember they were looking for you know like I'm not sure if they're going to say muscle but I mean like you know they're looking for like bodies to like go on there and because I had some sort of experience um, in like wilderness survival I was like alright sure I'll go well I'm, uh, I will point out um, Fallinter that um, 
you know, if you do get in good with the sheriff, you could really fuck your dad over. I mean, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, give, I give Eamon a wink. Yeah. And uh, Eamon winks back. Volunteer? Uh, with the prospect of owning your own farmstead? <laughs> 40 acres and a mule! <laughs> <laughs> Would that encourage you to find the ambition that I know? I can see the ambition in you, even though you believe it's not there. Winter, it's considering. And and Bartram, are, are how are you taking this cell? So, as especially as Eamon's um, been sort of doing this last bit of oration, right? I, you guys should be seeing like. You know, I'm noticeably, you know, paying more attention and straightening up and, you know, almost kind of patting my sword because I'm sort of the opposite, I think, of what uh, volunteer is feeling, right? I'm like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to be a cook anymore, you know, and, and I signed on because I wanted some adventure. I thought I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be part of this security detail kind of a thing, you know, so. You know, I, I'm hoping to do something, you know, or be part of something that's impressive. Um, I just didn't think it was going to be, you know, Iman taking over, you know, the, the town, right? But but when he talks about, you know, sort of trying to you know, do something and, and come back, you know, almost like heroes, you know, that really mm -hmm. has got that really got my attention, right? Because that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for, you know, and it's really more of a pipe dream in my head. Right, but that pipe dream may become a reality. And so. then, what about the concerns of, you know, sort of what we were delving into at the last session? Like, um, for your characters, is Eamon persuading you? And we can either do it above the table. I mean, not above the table, just RP Roll. or with rolls. Um, you know, because the concern is like, you know, we we you've just involved us in something that we didn't want to be a party to, and we don't know what the consequences are going to be back in Olakond. Is what he's saying per sort of giving you like, huh, but maybe we could. Um, oh, no, I, I mean, uh, well, Eisenbart's definitely thinking um, if this goes south, he can throw him in way, way under the bus <laughs> so far. Yeah. Then it's not going to be a problem. I mean, I, honestly, that the Eamon overstepping his authority, which above the table, do we know for sure? Um, you would know what the mission was because you were all in the room when. Well, okay, um, yeah. So we know he's overstepped his authority. Uh, uh, well, maybe not all the details. Remember, I'm the one who actually drafted the letter for mm. the signature, so I actually wrote the mission statement, and I did say go way back in there that I was I was puffing up my role in True. there because I was, I was fairly certain that uh, jerk face. Uh, hmm. the the son was not actually going to read it. He was just going to sign it and seal it and send it off. So there's there's uh, there are arguable points that this is just me exercising initiative. These are yeah, these nonetheless. Are, this is all convincing Eisenbart even more. Like yeah, you know <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll I'll ride this pony. Plus you know I've got the letter. Um, you know I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Like. And, and I can always just kind of melt into the city when we get back, too. So 
Um, I'm trying to get the other two guys to, to kind of, uh, you know, I'm kind of spinning them up a little bit, uh, just just for you know a, a little necrovirus. Um, hmm. Yeah, why the hell not? Let's see what happens. And, and does anyone actually express to me like, hey man, what have you got us into? Uh, that's know? yeah, that's what I was curious. No, about because to so acknowledge blind. it would would be to admit that it exists, and then we don't have plausible deniability. So Eisenbart would definitely not do that. Yeah, well, so I was thinking... I had no idea what he was doing, Sheriff. I, you know, he was off in the room and shit happened right. and then he was in charge. I assumed you had wanted this. So, you know, he was he was in charge. Plausible deniability is not a 11th century thing. So. I know it's not. But, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is. I'm like, you know, I'm just saying, like, he I, he was... I just let, I, I just let Eamon do his thing, Sheriff. Plus, mm -hmm. you know... Eisenbart knows he can he can wiggle out of a lot of stuff. So yeah, I yeah. definitely would not. Even if I kind of sensed that you were overstepping your authority, I would not call you out on it. Because you know I'm gonna make it rain, <laughs> or something. Right. Well, right. and and we we're kind of caught between a couple of different timelines, right? Because I was kind of thinking at the end of you know some sometime at the end of our last session when we all came together that we would have had a conversation we would end up having a conversation like you know yeah dude w w what are you doing that you know this you know it's too much right now him talking about this other stuff you know i'm not i'm not the steamer you know type that that eisenbart might be right so you know i'm i'm just fairly simple and so it might be that this last bit of information that eamon's been that Eamon's been talking about, you know, sort of his, his oh, okay, you know, then you know, the, the, maybe this isn't so bad. I'm less about the political intrigue, you know, and, and more about, okay, well, how can I get, you know, myself into a better place, right? And if if doing something, you know, like helping just clear out this mine, you know, kind of a thing, you know, doing something like that, you know, elevates, you know, the, the mission some way, right? To me, that's the important, you know, uh, ultimately, nobles are gonna noble right now i don't care about hmm. that you know so and how about you volunteer how, how are you and again if you guys would rather do roles or whatever is the best way to address it is any of this convincing you or is this or did you want to be more confrontational like did you just fuck us and are you gonna get me killed or or is it starting to sound like, oh, I see how maybe he's the one that gets, you know, whatever responsibility for the, the big picture failures or successes, but maybe there's some kind of reward to be had here, or how do you approach it? Volunteer uh, is starting to, when he, he made the comment about, like, getting your own farm, you know, I'm like, okay. huh, like that. Hmm. That, that that would be something I might be interested in. Okay. So, Eamon, you sort of you sort of noted these peaks of interest, these nibbles, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um and is it something you just keep in your pockets or something you want to exploit now or go into more? Well, um setting aside our own selfish long term interests. Uh, I, we do have an obligation to our uh, fellow Aucklanders out here if there in fact really are Gargoon 
out there and we can help in some small way, we really have an obligation to them to try. Um, I, I am con it is unlikely that there's any meaningful military establishment um, here in the town. I, I don't know, as you, you may recall, we encountered those nights uh, just before we arrived at the town, but it's still not clear to me what they were doing here or whether they are would be open to returning to help, and I don't even know that they are. Eisenbart grins. Close <laughs> enough at hand. You Smirks. really, really should appreciate the softballs I throw you, uh, <laughs> Doc. Yep. Uh, but I will speak with uh, Everard and see if we can find at least a few uh, stout and strong uh, town folk. And I think Eisenbart's idea that we at least go to the mine and scout the situation out, see what we're dealing with, um, would be a good first step. All right. Yeah, I'm on board. I just have this vision of Art looking at his, like, Harn to-do list, like, way down at number 42, like, map of mine, you know, stats for a Gargoon, <laughs> going, shit. <laughs> um no actually not at all i um i don't know if you've heard this about me but sometimes i over prep <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so i have i have some things covered so it doesn't really matter where you want to go or how you want to approach it i mean above the table um you know as a player i think really the two things that we as a group could do would either be go to the mines, check that out, or go across the river to see what's going on with the barbarians. Um, I mean, we could all scatter and go around the town and engage in, you know, like politics and polling and this, that, and the other, but I'm not sure <laughs> that's what everyone signed organize. up for. We need to organize. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, we need more uh, pamphlets. I, I mean, I would enjoy that RPG, but I don't necessarily know that, that everybody else <laughs> signed up for. So the, the more traditional fantasy adventure thing would be to go to the mine, or in my mind, unless I'm missing something art, uh, yeah. or go across the river to the barbarians. So. Um, and then I also wanted to just make sure, cause like think at the last end of last session, like, you know, volunteer was sort of in like a conundrum. And I think Blair, you sort of like that. I want to make sure that, um, if there were issues we were having before, we don't just fall exactly right back into them. I just want to make sure, uh, I don't know if well, that the, makes any sense. Well, well, this is like sort of what duck was saying that like, we're not sort of like putting that like right out there. If, if, if Volunteer and Eisenbart and um, Bartram were having that conversation without Eamon, mm -hmm. right? Because that, that that was a situation where we were just basically right. saying, like, if he fucks us, then, like, you know, then, or, like, you know, or the situation was, like, well... And what I was feeling was sort of like, well, if we just do absolutely nothing and just go back, then we're screwed, you know, mm -hmm. and because like the, you know, we're going to be like run out of town when we go back, you know, but at the same time, like we're, you know, we're 
up against a wall here. So like that that was like sort of the what um what I was talking about at the end of the last session. Okay. I mean I mean part of that was just sort of like, well, at the very least, you know, we can like throw Eamon under the bus if <laughs> or, okay. or, or or under the the horse drawn carriage, you know, as right. the uh, you know, okay. if if things go south. Okay, so hopefully there's uh some meat to chew on there for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. So given that, how would you like to take that first step? What would you like to do? Who's that directed at? Uh, I guess as a group, is there something like, I know you were just throwing out some options, Rex. I, I like the idea of what's talking to the rep guy. Maybe Eamon could do that or we could go together and say, Hey, you know, we've, we've, you know, we've, we've chatted about it. We think, you know, your number one problem right now is, you know, the Gargoon and the mine. And, you know, we're going to get in a, uh, you know, a small force organized and see if he could help with that. Okay. Uh, how's everybody feel about that? Everybody cool? Yeah. yeah. I'm going right, to have so one other task for Evan Reed when we go talk to him, but. Uh, yeah, do you want to have that conversation here in the end? Do you want to go find him in town, or what would you like to do? We can go find him as a group. Okay. Um, so. All right, so I'll activate this, um, and I will figure out. Um, I forget which note is, what's his name? Everard. Oh, uh, rude. Exactly. Yeah, he's here somewhere. I don't remember which one, but let's let's just assume that's Doberry of Messina. Uh, but let's just assume you you find out where he is, and I can't find it at the moment. And uh, yeah, you track him down at his house, and um, you know he he finds himself. Um, he's still here. We go number ten. Um, so just so yeah, he's he's still obviously very distraught there's you know a lot happened in the last uh in the last 24 hours so we can get rid of weldon um so yeah you find him you find him in his uh in his house and you know and he says oh you know you know good morning and you know what what, what can i do for you this morning what's what are we up to two things um my fellow travels, travelers here have graciously agreed to come to the assistance of uh, the town and the mining guild by coming with me to uh, explore the mine to get the first-hand feel for uh, this Gargoon problem that the miners are reported. But as you can see, there are only four of us, and I would not really would not say that any of the four of us would be the those that you would expect to stand in the front rank of the shield wall. So would there be one or two townsmen who are capable of handling themselves in a scrap that uh, you could ask to join us? Uh, and he says, you know, obviously our town is a bit decimated, but I can put out the call and see if anyone responds. Um, I feel like we should force Weldon to come along too and just be in the front. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was, I was going to give you Weldon and then one of the volunteers. Actually, I, 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 I had oh, sorry, a job for Weldon. 
Oh, okay. I was going to have Weldon stay in town and basically keep an eye on Doughberry because uh, that's oh, the okay. one that's the one loose end in this equation uh, that Eamon is concerned about. Um, so, want to know what he's doing? Uh, if he's planning on leaving town? Although I guess maybe we could see if he would come with us because he was he came across as a as a fighting man, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he he and Sir Cathal went back a ways, and he seemed to. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, then I would like to add one more thing to the shopping list, which is seeing if we can convince Doberry to join us. Okay. Um, and okay, if he so... comes, then then Weldon obviously would come with us. Okay. And then also, there's always Paul's character, who actually I built sort of as a bit more of a fighter, because I know. Uh, so he could be a volunteer. We could rename him Doberry if he comes. Um, okay. Okay, cool. And so, and what was the other items on the checklist? I think that was it. It was basically get some help to go to... Oh, I'm sorry. There was one other thing. Uh, I'm going to ask Evanrude to, while we're gone, uh, each uh, morning, make sure that a small offering is placed across the river where we left the uh, bodies of the barbarians. doesn't have to be anything elaborate, just like, you know, small. If anyone has, again, experience with the barbarians, the kinds of things, you know, trinkets or small items that they might find valuable or interesting or if nothing else, you know, food. So, you know, peace offerings, just small. Just do it each day. Uh, and then when I get back, I will see what we can do to to address the situation. Okay. And Everard sort of, um, give me another, uh, what was the role we were doing earlier? Rhetoric. Uh, rhetoric. Give me another rhetoric role. Let me bust out Everard's character. Any uh, modifier? Uh, no, no modifiers. Uh, Loban, Everard. Okay. Um, let me see. I'll make this a private GM roll so you can't tell how I do skills. Uh, rhetoric. Okay. Okay. Um, so Everard is like, you know, I can arrange that, you know, although, you know, we have to be careful because we don't have, you know, obviously we're short a number of field hands. Um, and, and he just looks at you for a moment. He's like, I, I feel like keeping the sheriff out of the loop on this is not a, is not a wise approach. I feel like there's no harm in, you know, saying, you know, letting him know how things are going and, and, and what's going on here and, you know, what our plan is. Hell, he might even be willing to lend aid. When was the last time you were in... Uh, Auckland. And he sort of tries to remember, but it has been a while. When was the last time you were in the presence of the sheriff? And he's like, oh, sir, I've never, I've never had that privilege. And how many of the problems that he currently is juggling are you intimately aware of? <laughs> uh, he, he's like, well, I, I, you know, it seems like a big one, but I'm only aware of the, the mine. 
it is an important problem. But as someone who's been in his presence recently, someone who actually was directed to go here, I am quite confident that sending an inconclusive report at this point in time will do nothing but uh, provide frustration and distraction, a thing I believe we should avoid with the sheriff if we want this to come out with Loban and you and the miners in the best light possible. So would you be willing to trust that I have more recent and more relevant understanding of, of this part of the situation? And he sort of takes a moment on that, but then sort of begrudgingly is too strong, but he's sort of like, oh, okay, all right. Um, he's aware of his own limitations on the understandings of that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Excellent. Excellent. I, I just continue to be amazed at how Sir Cathal could ignore your advice uh, on such a regular basis. All right. Um, okay, and then you were going to go talk to Doberry Messina or have Weldon spy if we, on him. Yeah, if we can convince him to come with us, um, then Weldon can come too. But if he's going to stick around in town or if he says he's leaving town I want Weldon to keep an eye on him uh, okay so I so, know what he's doing who he's talking to what he's saying so alright so Doberry's up there so we'll move up there um and yeah so is it just a you know hey a, make an appeal to uh so you so you get there and he's he's pretty messed up. You know, he you know, I, I said this in the last session, like he was happy that somebody was being honest with Sir Cathal. But he didn't want it to end this way. You know, he went a ways back with Sir Cathal. Um and so he's sort of sitting there kind of drowning his sorrows on sort of the front of his house. And uh he sees you coming up and he's just like, Jesus, is there Anything else you could sort of, you know, throw oil on the fire for. Um, and he's he's sort of a mess at the moment. I, I respect your grief. And if I could have better understood the lines that some of my words crossed and the impact they'd have, if I could go back and unsay those things, I, I would. Uh, Sir Cathal was clearly an honorable man, a man tasked with an incredibly difficult problem, and one who clearly took his failure uh, to heart, and he paid the ultimate price. The question is, do you honor him by sitting here, or could you honor him better by rectifying some of the problems that led to his demise? This group is planning to go to the mine that, uh, where the Gargoon had been reported. Someone with your vast experience of battle, leading men in battle, would be invaluable to us and might make all the difference between us succeeding and us failing. And the success, in some small way, would be a testament to Sir Cathal. So I'm gonna ask you, in honor of him, to join us and help us with this. OK. 
Okay, so why don't... Uh, does anybody want to jump in? Do they have any points they want to make, or do they want to let Eamon sort of... I feel like that needs some applause. I love it. I feel like you should get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so then... Eamon, why don't we make one more... Um... I, uh, maybe Eisenbart will hum some patriotic uh, music <laughs> while uh, Eamon's talking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why don't you give me another rhetoric check? check. Trying to see if there's a way in this system to assist on somebody's role. And for some reason, I'm not finding it. Um, I, I thought there was, but I... The problem is I've got enough different D100 stuff hmm. uh, in my head right now that I may be confusing them. Yeah, to... seeing it, so... Yeah, why don't you just give me another rhetoric roll? I'll do one for Doughberry, it's supposed. Um, but I'll do his secret. Hmm? Okay. Oh, just missed it. Just That's a bit else. Doughberry, rhetoric, uh, private GM roll. Okay. Um, Doughberry looks at you for a moment and um, and he he says, I, I'm an old man. You know, I, I came here with Sir Cathal knowing that, you know, our, our days were behind us. And, um, this just isn't, you need someone who can really fight. My, my days are in the past and that's, that's not, that's not what I can offer anymore. And, uh, he sort of, takes another swig and uh, then goes into his house and, and closes the door. Mm. And I revealed his role just in case uh, mm -hmm. it was of interest. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he takes himself out of the picture. How worthless is Weldon in a fight? Um, well, let me see if I can, what I'll do is I will, can I make him, uh, where did I put him? So with, with Foundry, am I allowed to make you guys owners of his character sheet and then you can just control both if you need to, or you can look at it or do whatever you yeah, want? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. All right. So I'm going to make you guys owners. Um, so if you want to look at his character sheet, you can, I don't think he's all that much in a fight. Um... Unless it's a fight with rat. He has some notes. I don't know why he has five plus one for a club. Um, times three. That must be... I'd have to look at the weapon stats to find out what's going on with that. Um, I was just yeah, looking gotta... for an assistance thing, and I'm not seeing anything at all, by the way. Uh, sorry, what was that, Tuck? You're not seeing... Any way to, like, have someone assist another character on a roll. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm not... I'm not crazy. Um, no. Well, well, okay. I mean, that's not proof. Remember, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not mutually exclusive. Yes. Um, but what I'll do is I will have, you know, so maybe Everard puts the call out around town and um, you get one volunteer, uh, Odger Caulfield uh, hmm. steps up and he says, look, you know, I've lost a brother. I lost, you know, my sister-in-law and my, niece and nephew one fuck those guys two i've got nothing here 
Um, so if you need, if you need steel, um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to, to join you. Good man. Excellent. And then the other thing is Everard, uh, you know, I, I take that back. Um, because I don't remember if you discussed with Everard trying to find somebody that speaks Tyaldic. I don't think, I don't think did. you did. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I intended that conversation to happen um, when I talked to him about having the bodies taken back. Like when, when he and I were talking and he was going to get those people, it was a two-step thing. One, get the bodies back to the other side of the river and then see if you can find someone who is able to to speak the barbarian tongue. Okay. Um, okay, and then we're going to have Weldon keep eyes on uh, Doberry. Is that part of the plan? I wish Eamon actually knew Eisenbart's real character. Cause... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Who, me? Uh, okay. I mean, it's tragic if Doberry had an accident at this point. Um, <laughs> so I'm just a simple tutor. I don't know what you mean. I know. I can't help you in any way. I know. I know. I know. Role playing sucks sometimes. Um, <laughs> you know, if I don't get the sense, my big concern was that Doberry was going to, like, you know, take Sir Castle's body and and you know take it off somewhere and you know get somewhere where you could start talking and um, you know uh, uh, if a story's not told properly then people can draw the wrong conclusions from it and i just don't have any confidence in doberry's ability to properly relay the, the chain of events as they actually took place so he's not he's not a trained uh, script uh, person like I am, you know, I mean, that's not what he does. So, right. uh, you know, I mean, I got a journalism degree. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. <laughs> journalism majors are the people that poli sci majors made fun of. So I, I, I guess <laughs> there's always somewhere for the shit to roll down to, I suppose. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna get some water real quick. You guys can can run the game for a minute. So okay, I don't know that we can, but okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, so we've got uh, who's the dude who's coming with us? What's his name? His name Ogder is Caulfield. Template. Yeah, let me. Uh... His template. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got my NPC shirt this while I was on vacation, so I'm ready for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, you're hovered by anyone, and he's friendly, and so now it should work. Okay. All right, nice. Um, okay, so... So it seems like there's discussion of um, potentially... I, I couldn't tell if there was one more round of talks with Everard about um, finding someone who speaks Tyeldic, or was it let's start making our way to the mine, or if there was some plan C? Well, I mean, what I heard was that that you know he wants to do the Tyel. Um, Eamon wanted to ask him about the Tyeldic thing, 
yesterday. Right. Okay. So we could, I, I mean, how long is that conversation going to take? I think Eamon would do that. Right. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I did. If you go back and listen to what was recorded. So. Okay. Okay. Sammer. Uh, yeah. So there are, there is, um, there's someone who comes into town to trade, uh, who lives out of, outside of town to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, who, a free market trader, perhaps? <laughs> who was rumored to have been married to a uh, Tyeldic woman. And he might be able to speak the language. Um, but they haven't seen him in town recently. Some people remember him sort of being in the crowd uh, during the hanging. Um, but he definitely left and hasn't been seen since um so uh there are rumors that there is somebody who might not be a barbarian that can speak the language okay sounds like we have another quest to go on once mm-hmm. we get back from the mines so. all right yeah so uh, I, I feel like we're and is who's keeping an eye on who? What was the Weldon was going to keep an eye on? Yeah, but I think I'm okay with Weldon coming now. Yeah, I think you should. I, I don't okay. think Doberry's going to do anything other than wallow uh, in his sadness. So, okay. Um. All right. So let you know. Let's say like all those conversations. You know, they took a little bit in the morning, but it's still like say ten ish in the morning. Um, and so if, if you wanted to head out, you could, if you wanted to, uh, if there were any preparations you wanted to make, you could do that as well. Um, it's up to you guys. I mean, I assume we would, I, I, how far is it to the mine? Okay. So let me, um, pull you over here and let me see grid tool. Let me, hopefully I can do this. Okay. So you sort of get directions. Um, to, uh, did those lanes just sort of light up for you on the map? Yeah, I can see they that. Did. Yeah. Okay. So you sort of get directions to the two mines um, outside of town. And which one is the one overrun with Gargoon? Uh, the one up here. Okay. That one's been overrun. Okay. So, so yeah. So you let's see. Um, that was one to. It probably take about a dayish to get up there. And um, and I'm sorry, Art. Can I? Because I, I completely forgot. Can you describe? You know what? What's with Gargoon? Just so I remember. They're orcs. Yeah, I mean, the shortcut is they're orcs. Um, There are... There are tribes of Gargoon, much like there are tribes of barbarians, but the barbarians... You know, they sort of... Over time, if my understanding is correct, they've kind of integrated into the societies that they sort of orbit. Gargoon sort of withdrew, remained warlike, and... um, you know, never sort of got on board. Like, you know, there are, are wars in the past of, you know, Kaldor and, and human 
uh, human areas that the barbarians would participate. They would take sides. They would help sides. They would get paid back in return. So they can be like, you know, actual players. Uh, but the Gargoon have always sort of remained outside of that and completely hostile. But but they're but they're sort of real. It's not like some sort of mythical creature that we're like, oh, you know, it's a real it's a real thing. Um, yeah, yeah, like they are like they've been seen that people have been attacked. It's part of why like the road to Orbal can be so dangerous. Um, okay. All right. Is yeah, it cuts through the wilderness, and some of that wilderness is orc infested, and that's part of why you know the sheriff of Olakon and people have interests in guarding this last outpost. One. Obviously, because of the mines, but because yeah, they're right on the edge of where things might happen, so they got to be on their on their game. Okay, um, thank you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just sort of filling in around the edges of where you've been. Uh, so yeah, so like I said, this is um, the mine that's been shut down. Um, you have directions to the other mine where a couple of people have disappeared, uh, but it's still operational. Um, I mean, I would want to make sure we have enough, you know, rations to like get up there. You know, if it's a day up, assume we spend at least a day there and then a day back. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, even you can fish, you know, really? like I think, um, Pete, is your character good with fish? Somebody can fish. I don't know if it was Blair. Uh, or no, I, I, I don't think I fish. I cook. Just check. Uh, or fishing, hunting, you know, you, you can, you know, do those kinds of things as well as use up. You have, I think you have some rations on your, um, on your party token. Yeah, no, I can make a blanket. Okay. <laughs> I have textile well, craft. <laughs> I thought somebody could fish. It's not me. Yeah, no, uh, I let don't me go look at my character see. again. I don't see fishing. Uh, Okay, Blair's fishing is 33. You know who it might be? It might be Weldon. Paul Weldon. when I made his character. Mm. Actually, I think um, I remember him talking junk about fishing. Yeah. So Weldon has 44 in fishing. Okay, so uh, Weldon, yeah, and then uh, o- Odger has uh, 56, so he might be able to throw down, uh, and he might even have the equipment to do it, I forget. Okay. Yeah, he has a, a portable fishing kit. Okay, so... Okay. You know, yeah, you could also, and then, you know, like with, um, you know, Blair, I think you have like, um, uh, agriculture skills. You might be able to find stuff foraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you can, if you're ready to take off, if you're willing to make a, a weather lore roll, uh, for me, Blair, yeah. uh, we'll get the, and then make sure you star it. Uh, sorry. It's a one D 20. I should tell you that. Oh, wait, so it's not, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, make a weather lore roll for okay, me. I'm good. sorry. Yeah, start with a, a skill test. And then, yeah, make sure you star it. Okay. Uh, and then if you can give me a 1d20. 16. Okay. All right. So it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a cool day uh, for the summer. We've sort of had a cool stretch. It's going to be... Um, light breeze. Uh, the rain that plagued you on your way out here has passed. And, uh, yeah, if you want, you can start your trip up the, up the road. Let's do it. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't, are you able to move it or do I have to, I, I can't remember. Well, it's paused. 
Oh, that's yep. yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, tell me if you guys are able to move it. I tried to move it. I can move it. it. Okay. Yeah, so if you can move it, perfect. Yeah, if you can move up the road to the north, it's a little wonky because it's hexes. But um, and then let me do one of these. All do right. we have anyone who's good at like scouting or anything like that? Um, I'm good at sneaking. Um, you wouldn't know that. Uh, but I don't know how much it applies in wilderness. Yeah, so there's... I know there's awareness as a general... I have um, stealth at a pretty high under, level. Yeah, awareness is under communication. Is I there any I don't, survival? I don't have anything. I don't have any survival. Is that I an have, actual skill? I have weather lore. Can I, can I use the patterns of the weather to <laughs> help plot our course? Um, well, if you want to give me a weather lore roll, you can as well, um, but not for this. Let me see. Paul has survival, so I'm going to do... If somebody I wants have survival to... survival also. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and roll yours, Blair? How the fuck did I get a critical failure? Okay, I feel so like you... stealth could still apply, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, again, just make sure you're all um, starring these skills, and then do a roll for Paul as well, and I'll star his. Wow, some critical failures there. Uh, okay. Oops, sorry. I need to make mine public. I'll reveal that. Okay. Um, so yeah, so what you do is you come across on your way up. Yeah, say where you guys are. Uh, you see some, like, human tracks that sort of go off into the woods to the east. Um, maybe say of, like, three or four people. Um they sort of marched up the road a little bit and then they sort of veered off into the woods. To the east, you say? Uh, yeah, yeah, heading out. And is this, this are these the same woods where I saw that weird thing? Yeah, let's say you saw them like just outside of town mm -hmm. down here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Eisenbart might even volunteer. He's like, oh, that's these tracks of, you know, assuming. Paul's character points his, the tracks out to everyone, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, it's like, yes, you know, I observed something odd. Uh, back in town, there was a, uh, a man, and he looked like he was in a trance, and he came to these woods, of course, closer to the town. Um, and then at some point, there was a loud crash in the woods, and he seemed to break out of his trance, and then he headed back. But uh, these tracks are very interesting. Okay. And this is the first time, I think, if I remember correctly, this is the first time anybody's hearing about that. Correct. So what do you guys make of that? Um, I don't know if I would, that would mean anything to me. Well, and I don't know what it means either, right? I just, there wasn't, it never seemed to come up and now I'm sharing it just. I think Eisenbart would be like, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll uh, I'll go down and follow these tracks a little bit and see what I can see. Okay, and what do the rest of you do as he uh, does that? Old man, your curiosity is to be respected, but I'm not sure how wise <laughs> That's not it where is. I thought you were going to go with that. Uh, I'm not I, sure I mean, how wise it is for you to go on your own, but if there are... Right. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Well, do you want me to come with you? Uh, and um, Eisenbart will. Um, he'll. Uh, he'll kind of like. 
He's like, oh, I, I, you know, I won't go far. And, uh, you know, you, you'll, you'll come if you hear me yell. Uh, I'll be okay. All right. All right. And volunteer, how about you? Do you let him go? Do you want to go with him? Do you want to do anything as well? Uh, I am. I don't think I would be suspicious of him. Okay. So, I mean, if, if everyone else is staying put, then I would, I, I would just sort of see it more as like safety and numbers kind of thing. I'm like, all right, if you want to go wandering I, off. I, did, I uh, you know, I'm, I'm an old, an old light man. I can move very quietly. I wouldn't want you guys uh, crashing through the trees and hmm. causing a ruckus might all get right. us all in trouble. And then so volunteers Eamon, are, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, Eamon's going to just say, well, then we'll wait here for you. Everyone take a break. Yeah. Very well. I'm good with it. All right. And then, Volunteer, was there any, the fact he's telling you about somebody in a trance in the woods, did that uh, stir anything, or is it just like, ugh, okay? Yeah, it wasn't. Like, I honestly, like, the first thing I would think is that probably he was, uh, like, over-reading. Okay. You know, the situation. Got it. Uh, stopping hysteria. Because I'm such a ditz, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, so, Duck, if you, let me see what your skills are like. Um, I'm trying to leverage the stealth one. Let's start, yeah, let's start by doing a stealth roll. Why not? All right. There we go. Uh, that's a critical, Critical, right? yeah. Nice. Okay, so you definitely, yeah, you know, it's almost like, you know, I'll, I'll just be right in the woods, and next thing you know, nobody has any idea where you went, and you've sort of stepped <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> um, and then give me an awareness check as well. Everybody, give me an awareness check. If uh, and again, make sure you're marking these skills. Oh yeah. Skills. Where? Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, so we got a... That was singing, though, Pete. No, no, I know. I, was, I, I, I did my awareness. I got a marginal success. He's going to I sing. He's to, going to sing. I, He's going to I sing. decided to, to practice my singing. Okay. Uh, yeah, is there anything, while he dodges into the woods, is there anything, like, anybody else wants to do that would get you a skill roll? Like, um, you know, Rex, I wanted to say, like, if you... I know you have a drawing skill, um, mm -hmm. but I also know you're into cartography. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to specialize a drawing cartography skill, you could do that. And when you use it, it might advance at two instead of one. Um, okay. if, since basically I was, what you need is you need a, a base skill above 40. And if you do that, you can then fork it into a, a specialty. So, so um, I have drawing at 65 mm -hmm. and I have ink craft. That's only, but I think Inkcraft is making inks, if I remember correctly. I believe so, yeah. Right. So. So, uh. So, like, well, if you wanted just, to do some. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, let me do this. I was just going to roll drawing right now because I am making my own map. Uh, okay. Because that's, that's part of the value proposition yeah. for the sheriff sending me out here, is he's going to get nice new maps of his territory. Because if you sure. want, I can quickly make you a drawing cartography specialty. That's up to you. Well, sure. 
rock it out, uh, and then yeah, I will roll that. Um, so, uh, and then Volunteer, is there anything you wanted to work on while Duck jumped out into the woods? From your, your skills. Um. <laughs> <laughs> your glutes. Last stealth. <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? How long is he going to be gone? Do I can, can I like forage for a snack or something? Yeah, if you want to do some foraging, yeah, hmm. it'll spare you from using a. Eamon's assuming that he's really out there taking a dump, and that's why hmm. he was so like, "No, no, I'll just go on my own." So he doesn't want to embarrass <laughs> the old man. So nice. All right, so. Um... And prostate sure is a little embarrassing. That. Takes a while. I'm not that old, by the way. Just you know, <laughs> I keep getting called the old man. I think I'm 27. Woof. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Over right. the hill, gang. So okay, so um, yeah, so you know, and and Rex, if you want to roll your drawing cartography skill, that's there now. You can. I don't know if I can reposition mm -hmm. that, but okay. So yeah, so volunteer, you don't. Uh, you can check the skill, but you don't. You come up a little empty. You know, yeah. finding some food. And, um, yeah. And so, you know, as Rex again, uh, all right. Um, if you want to still mark drawing cartography, um, so everybody starts doing that and, and duck, as you're walking in the woods, you sort of realize that, um, there's, you know, tracks leading deeper into the woods and they sort of split off and give me an awareness check really quickly. I can. You did see I passed. Oh, you did. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how'd you do? Let me find that one. You passed. Uh, marginal success. Yes, marginal uh, success. You see what looks like a trap, like an animal trap on the ground. Um, mm. And we will fade to black there. Ooh. All right. That's okay. All right. That's perfect. I like okay. it. Um, all right. So, yeah, hopefully this was all right. And then... Um, Good text. Yeah, we'll yeah. pick it up uh, uh, next month if people are around. I guess it would be, um, I don't know where my calendar is. Yeah, is it going to fall uh, right around uh, Labor Day? Yeah, that's the that's the trick. It would be the 6th, which is the Tuesday right after Labor Day. So I get it if people are out or, you know, tied up for the holiday. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we can figure it out as it gets closer. And um yeah. And again, if everybody wanted to do their, you know, skill development roles really quickly on their characters, oh, just yeah, click that yeah. star once. Click um, the star for you, each you, individual you one. The, yeah, the, the ones that you filled in, click them one more time, and it should ask oh, you if you want to do a roll. I see. Or Oops, and make sure. And it's going, and it's going to automatically update the character sheet if it. It should, yeah. And the oh, oh, somebody's rolling oh. party. I don't know. And I think all of us are. I think it oh, does yeah. it. Yeah. It's rolling oh, on our sheet, though. It's rolling on your sheet, as long as that's the case. I think it must good. just be the way the macros work. So the drawing cartography, I'm curious, did it just advance two? It did. Okay. That's the advantage of having specializations. Nice. So if anybody has a base skill at 40 that they want to fork into a specialization, um, go ahead. That's not fine.
Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Forging. Uh, nice. Okay. I got my skills. All right. Yep. Good times. Cool. If we're all set, then yeah. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. No, right. So you. before yeah, everyone goes, just, you know, I'll leave this parting thought. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, so I'm having fun with the whole Eamon story and all that, but mm -hmm. if it's not what everybody wants to be doing with their role playing time. You just got to step up and, oh, you know, it's fine with me. I'm enjoying you know, the, uh, do, the do slow motion train else. wreck. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's going to be, it is going to be so glorious and I will make you my right hand man when I am the new sheriff of Auckland. That's how confident I am. It's going to work out between the two. Who are you talking to? Volunteer? Yeah. Volunteer is going to be my minister of agriculture. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can be the head of the secret police. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> hey, 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 look, go back and study your Russian Revolution. All those guys were on the bottom until they were on the top. Mm -hmm. so, no, I understand. You just got to be with Lenin. That's all you got to <laughs> do. So nice. All right, boys, I had fun. So yep. that's normally my test for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as long yeah. as Rex had fun, that's my test too. Did Rex have I fun? know it is. I know it is. <laughs> Kisses, right. dog. All right, boys. It was good. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Good times. All, All right. right. Thank you again, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Good night. Cool. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. That work? Okay, let me do yep. the next one. Whichever one this is. Arn. Ah. It's Alistair, okay. Did he join? Didn't hear him. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think there, so. Is there an error? Sometimes, like, if you try and join them one after another, you get a bounce. Uh. He should have bounced. He should have bounced a message to you. Maybe, yeah, let me see. There's G Arc. Oh. Let me try. Yep, I see G Arc. Alistair He's always one quiet. More time. 
join? What am I doing? Harn? I think our, our triple redundancy is, um, oh, he's thinking now. There we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. It just, it's just like, you can't do them within like 10 seconds of each other or something. But. Uh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So now so Pete, our, what was, what'd you right, want so, on the recording? Right. So I'm all about labels. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, right. And, and again, this is not, this is just a, a conversation. I'm wondering if it's better for you to say you don't like fantasy role playing versus you would like or enjoy more either historical or medieval style role playing. Because, you know, you talk uh, about how you don't like magic, right? That much. You don't like elves and dwarves. And I'm thinking, you don't like that's... pineapple on pizza. You're just fucked up, dude. That, that's <laughs> I mean, Pete is struggling to come up with a label for you. I can hear it in his voice because <laughs> you're just, you know, well, he's see, he's maybe there's a paper in it somewhere. <laughs> chapter three a douche of a unique color yeah <laughs> art dark <Another> subject <laughs> answered all my questions right. while viciously sucking on lollipops one after another. Today. right um so your question is do i like fantasy yeah well i'm just wondering if that's if maybe a better way because yeah I are you yeah you don't like that, right? are you a medievalist Right. Um, which, so the which, short again, there's not there's no problem with that. It's just... <laughs> oh, there's a problem. Let's let's be clear. There is a problem. So the short answer is high fantasy, not at all. Yeah. Low okay. fantasy, um, I can get down with it. And so what I like about so so days, I think I said this during Days Vault. Days Vault is sort of my, you know, or the epitome of like a fantasy setting. You know, people play people uh but i don't mind having monster but the monsters wild fantasy are grounded in you know real life like folklore and stuff folklore occult religion and mm -hmm. so it so like the, the video the video game darklands was what sort of woke me up to what i liked about fantasy and what it is it's a game that takes place in medieval germany and everything in it is either based on folklore or religion and so I was like, yeah, you know what? Like I can, this is cool. You know, like I don't mind, I, you know, I'm not going to play an elf or a dwarf, but I don't yeah. mind investigating or encountering things that are, you know, out of legends. Um, but I tried Game of Thrones, couldn't do it. Um, I don't love the books, Lord of the Rings. I like the movies better because you get, get through them quicker. Hmm. Um, I don't know what other fantasy there is out there. I, the, the one fantasy I, I really did like, um, and I don't know how much I read it because it's been a while, but was Conan. Um, which well, and, and that's that's sort of super sorcery. low fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I I really dug Conan, the short stories I read. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like, if I were to do like Call of Cthulhu, like you know, I I might have mentioned this at one point. I would do like Days Volt Modern, where I would still slant it as it's the dawn of the FBI and you're recruited to basically do days vault. But so I would try and skew whatever adventure I was running toward, you know, religious occultism or, you know, stuff like that. Um, because to me that by grounding it, it helps, it helps me think about it in some weird way, which is part of why I don't like aliens and sci-fi. Cause that's not what I'm thinking about when I'm like, no, wait, shit, what are these nitrogen breathing fish people going to, I'm just like, fuck, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then it's, it gets outside of what I'm trying to think about. Um, so 
Yeah. Okay. Tolkien yes. sucks cock. Right. Well, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just, it just struck me, right? Because I know that, you know, again, a lot of the fantasy tropes, and, and really we're talking maybe then high fantasy, you know, again, the, the different races, magic, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, so like, to... you know, I, I get, there's a part of me, and, and the, the weird thing is I get like, you know, curious. So like, you know, Wheel of Time comes up on Amazon. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should read one of those books. But I'm sitting there going like, but why? What am I doing? Um, it's like 800 pages long, and it's probably high fantasy. And it's uh, I don't think there's dwarves and elves in uh, Wheel of Time, though. Oh, no, I don't. I was think so. curious just to watch the show. But then I heard mixed things about the show, and I felt like if I were going to give it its due, I should be fair to it and read the book. Uh, well, I mean, though, I mean, you could try the first book, but um, okay. it is I mean, it's 13,000 pages for all of them. So <laughs> there I mean, is the that. show is uh, the show is OK. It, the, the, the kids yeah i mean just remember the guilt they have high expectations you need if you know just right. you're you're mr low expectations i think you can handle it <laughs> that's how i get it up in the morning every day <laughs> i just figured yeah um but yeah i don't i mean and, and that and that's the thing like if i were in somebody else's game i'm all in like i don't care yeah. mm-hmm. right, right, right. Uh, but when i'm the one that has to think of the stuff or make a connection or yeah you well i mean if you're running yeah. it you can do whatever the fuck you want that's right yeah you're you're yeah. the god that's right yeah. so, like i would consider like are you a god <laughs> like i'm i'm really enjoying forbidden lands even though you know you got like uh, an orc for a character and goblins or whatever but it's just so lands, much fun. I mean, it has those races, but it's pretty gritty. I mean, and but magic. Gritty, there's definitely, yeah. yeah, there's definitely not like there's magic, but yeah, it's definitely kind of weird. And yeah, right. it's there. You know, I mean, they went. You know, they went with a lot of interracial hate in Forbidden Lands, so you know, <laughs> they got that going for them. Yeah, just feels true, right? Sadly, yeah. Um, yeah. But yep. yeah, I mean, what about do you guys have preferences either way or you're just kind of like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't feel as strongly as you do. I, I definitely don't like um, I don't like elves and dwarves in cyberpunk or sci fi. Mm. So yeah. that's that's a pet peeve of mine. Uh, but I don't mind aliens. Um, right. You know, I, I, I like the traveler races. Um, I mean, there's a there's a reasonable um method for explaining the traveler races like you know the varga the dog race were actually genetically modified modified by dog from dogs so um you know it just happened so long ago that you know they've kind of become independent anyway um and i will say i had a great time (laughs) with dave running one and everybody reacting to him mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so that was that was that was a hoot yep yeah so i think yeah you know um I think playing, I don't know. I, I don't have any problem with like real alien, like even Star Frontiers has, you know, like the Brusque and all those things. I Slatter like those races. Yeah. And um, I, I like that part. Um, I don't actually often play, although in Ty's OSC game, I guess I'm playing a dwarf. Um, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I usually don't play um those races too often. And I, you know, I have dwarves in my uh, DCC game, but no elves, um, oh, you know, God. in the party. Right. So oh, thank God. No, I, the thing is, I love that stuff. In fantasy, Right. I mean, to me, that's again, I just, yeah. I, I guess that I, I always feel like that's fantasy. Right. And so, yeah. 
I am playing a female elf in the Greyhawk game, but you know that's that's for my anime uh, rock stuff. <laughs> right, and and you know, art for science fiction, you know, and it's you know, I'm going to sort of label stuff, right? If I'm playing a certain game like science fiction, right? Yeah, then I want it to be fairly straight up. But most of the time, I'm playing or want to play space fantasy. Right, right. Which is like Star Wars and Star Trek, yeah. and you know, uh, and and all that stuff, right? So then, having orcs or having I don't know if Star having... Trek is space fantasy. Well, but I think on some level, I I, I consider it that way only because they have the different places that they do them. Eh, I don't know that aliens make something space fantasy. Like Star Wars has the you know the Force and all that stuff. Right. So yeah, you could argue. I mean, you're probably right. I mean, I just, you right. know, I just, you know, but, but yeah, in, in, in certain other things, I would, you know, I would want it to be a little bit more straight, right? Like an alien, right? You know, I mean, I wouldn't want to have a bunch of weird races as players. Well, there aren't, I mean, alien is alien. I think there's a, there's an engineered alien species to kill man. And yeah. then, then it's just men. So, right. right. So it's not yeah. like you're, you're never going to play a, um, an alien and aliens. Right. Um, so, you know, right. I, and, and I would want to. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. I mean, it is. It's definitely. Yeah. You know, playing playing an alien race. I think. Uh, I wouldn't mind trying to run a culture. Um, oh. A culture RPG. I, I feel like that's a much more realistic, like where you get aliens, but it's all just people like modding themselves and shit. Um, right. Although there are alien races in the culture novels, but they're kind of not they're not they're not a big deal like they're all they kind of keep to themselves which i also feel would be very accurate like there's not a lot of like oh yeah we're going to the you know the cantina and there's all the no like no <laughs> yeah. you know they they stay on their planets we stay on our planets fuck those guys but then you know the people have gone you know to such crazy stuff that they're all weird and shit i think that'd be interesting so the culture series is a series that people who know me in real life are like okay i know you've got your hemorrhoids about aliens but you should read the culture series and so have you read any no i i picked them up like i i have three mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just a trilogy or if it's oh no 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 it's in none of the books um have common characters they're all set in the oh, same okay. world and the same kind of world building but completely different stories Got so it. if you have to read one first read player of games because it will oh, you said yeah because that's not the first one no no the first one is much more like it's not indicative of the series. It's much more of like it's a decent novel, but it's not like the right. rest of the series. Um, but it's it's a fascinating <clears throat> like the world building is excellent. The story is the stories are generally good, but you're not going to get it's not like a series where you can sit down and like identify with characters and all that kind of shit. You you like oh we're back in this world and you know the ships are like these crazy AIs and that's cool and right. Uh, yeah. And I should say, like, I don't mind, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind aliens. Like I loved, um, <coughs> obviously, you know, I really like the alien series. Um, I don't mind the alien as like a bad guy as like some kind of oh, yeah. thing to deal with. Yeah. Uh, the rendezvous with Rama. Like I, you know, that's, I loved that. I loved, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this well, is they're divisive. not really, yeah. Aliens are like alien races that leave something behind. That's pretty interesting. And then you don't have to deal with all the bullshit of like, yeah, here's a lizard man and shit. Right. Right. I, and I don't know if this makes me like a wuss, but I loved the movie arrival, even though there's mm-hmm. like an octopus alien in that. I thought, um, 
I it was just a pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, um, it was well done. But yeah, and and so that's sort of the thing. Like you know, with M Space, you know, there's no aliens. But like, if I ever, like, eventually, I would I tell myself I would run 2300 AD, and there's aliens. I'm like, okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I find you myself de-emphasize them in 2300 AD. Right? Yeah, you get focused on the human parts. Yeah. And then the other thing I've started, and I was saying this, I think, to Pete at some point, but um, the thing I've started to notice as we've played M Space is that, like, I was like, oh yeah, traveler, traveler, like all this. But I'm sort of thinking like there's also some fun to just being space chilies. I pull out my blaster, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a lot quicker, and it's a lot, you know, it's grittier, but not like um, not super crunchy. That's that was part of what started me on this whole Savage World mm-hmm. rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah. but yeah, I don't mind. Um, what other like I'm curious to see what Jason does in Mothership because I really enjoyed that as well. I get the, I mean, I feel he's playing it like, um, uh, alien, you know, the, the aliens are, you know, unknowable, bad, bad things. Um, right. right. Cthulhu-esque. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the mothership vibe too, right? Mothership is very, um, you know, in space, no one can hear you scream kind of shit. Yeah. Cool. But that's been, uh, Pete, you're in that one, right? All of us are in that one? Okay. So. Yeah, that's been a good one. Yeah. Um, all right. So, oh, okay. So Rex says he's hoping to get on in 10 minutes. Blair said he's hoping to get on soon. So that's good. We'll have sort of a full. Um, yeah. I wasn't sure what to do if Rex couldn't make it for this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would have just assumed he just got hung. Yeah. I mean, we could just, yeah, we could just kill him. <laughs> he's dead. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. Because um, I'm curious. You know, I know at the end of the last session, I asked if you guys felt it was sort of logical how things developed. I'm curious what his... Uh... Oh, I'm sure he's going to have words. Hmm. All kinds of diagrams and shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Blair, how's it going? I'm all right. How's it going? Yeah. Hey. Going the definition right. of treason versus the definition of sedition. Like, uh... I think yeah. one's inciting and one's action. And I felt like no. Rex took action. Treason <laughs> can only happen in a time of war. If it's not a declared state of war, then it can't be treason. Oh, is that the case? All right. Um, Possibly sedition. More likely insubordination, but certainly not treason. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I'm just I, th- kinda... I think light treason is is what we'll go with. Yeah, yeah it, it felt it felt good. So I was actually good. thinking that like treason light L I T E just sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I didn't realize that you were even making a arrest. Oh, now, uh, where is the definition? Like, if I pull up the Google definition of treason, it doesn't mention anything about time of war. It just says the crime of betraying one's country, especially well, it, by it, attempting well, it, to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. Fair enough. In, in, in the U.S. Well, I, that's why I'm, I'm, I was at, I'm not actually, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I mean, any more than normal, but um, <laughs> is it, is it, is it, is that how okay? it's, it's the one crime that's in the Constitution, right? Does it say in times of war? See, now I'm just curious. Treason. Treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. Hmm. Hmm. What does adhering mean? Like physically sticking to? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what those drunk bastards meant? tell you i gotta go back to the rewatch the musical 1776 again suckers were crazy 
Did anybody ever watch uh, the HBO thing, John Adams? I did. It was kind of slow. Oh, I was about to ask, was it any good? It is good. It's just not, you know, I mean, it's a, you know, you can tell it was like written by eggheads, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just, you know, like, you know, all the riveting drama of political tension. I don't know. It's don't expect a lot of action. There is some, but, you know, John Adams was not like, you know, George Washington or. Right. You know, he was kind of the nerd. Hmm. Did anybody ever read The British Are Coming, the um, the guy who did the Army of Dawn trilogy? I did not. No. I wanted to. But oh, I, I started. Got... I was just curious if anybody had gotten through it. Um, starts starts off good. I like his writing, but I was just... Rick Atkinson. I was just curious if anybody Yeah, he's a good it. writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, you know, I, I guess I probably should have... Pete, you're doing all right. Blair, you're doing all right. I know, Doc, you're recovering, so... Yeah. Everybody's doing all right. And hey, Rex, how you doing? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Use the lightning to power the generator. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to use the Discord app on the computer again, and it seems like it's working just as well as it has in the past. Uh, you sound better now. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. So I thought maybe my Wi-Fi network wasn't up to snuff, so I upgraded that. Hmm. But it it still seems when I use Discord on the computer, I still get that occasional pixelated uh, thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the Bluetooth antenna. It's in the, the spirit computer. of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, I. Your your computer has to you know contains point one percent of his uh, entity essence, so you've uh, you know there's a little bandwidth associated there. It's yeah, tough. I, I keep thinking that. Finally, finally heard half of that. That's really <laughs> pissing me off right now. So. Oh no. Um, let me find the VTP. Uh, so I may end up going to get my phone at some point. We'll just we'll see. Okay. Yeah, mm. it's um. Uh, it's hard like discord recording through this is so easy in a way but there has to be i feel like there has to be a better solution somewhere out there it's always a better solution but yeah Yeah. well people just need to move to places with better internet that's all (laughs) and then you need to drop nine hundred dollars in audio gear and then yeah uh, Yeah. soundproof the room (laughs) voice lessons yeah me memo hold nine yards um any idea what my password is (laughs) edit this out art (laughs) clap there you go okay great now we're gonna have some rando coming everybody next time (laughs) what was that guy's name that would always show up on vassal roger roger Roger. i'm going to get my phone this is not acceptable so be right back Show up in a uh, good way or just show up? No, no, he would. Christ. He wouldn't no. like. Well, this is back, you know, five, six years ago when we were just on Vassal and Skype. He wouldn't be on the Skype call, but he would join the Vassal room and like start moving pieces around. Yeah. Oh, you remember Roger? See, see. Really... <laughs> so, 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 and 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 that became a verb. So, like, if you hear yeah. about someone yeah, Roger, Roger in a piece, like yeah. that's that's what we're talking about. 
why the fuck would you touch anything if you just jump into somebody else's? I mean, that's all part of the joke. Yeah, it was it was hard to understand. (laughs) Not a ha ha joke, but right, exactly. (laughs) Sure wasn't uh, Marshall. You know, uh, there were a lot of theories. (laughs) Or Aaron, Mm. Monica, Mm. or Aaron. Yeah. I got a lot of stories about traveling with a uh, memory lost person who has COVID, <laughs> by the way, a lot of rants, like, you know, coming up to the check-in counter at our first point, And he's like, you know, he like, he's standing there, you know, like 10 feet back. And then he walks up and he's like, <coughs> and like coughing <laughs> for five fucking minutes. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> we're going to get kicked off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like just, go the fuck away uh and then like you know we we had uh, our first leg it was a little puddle jumper and then they put us on a bus to ride to the terminal and they come on with an announcement like masks are optional now well and he takes his mask off like sorry i'm (laughs) tough and my wife was like put your mask on dad (laughs) (laughs) you're not wearing the mask for you yeah that's right it's not so you don't get it Oh, yeah. And then he's talking about like, uh, you know, on the bus, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we tested for COVID. And it was positive. And like, oh, fuck. Shut Dick's up, name. old man. <laughs> Wasn't your son there, too? Doc? Yeah. Yeah, he was there. Jeez. Was this like a graduation gift? Was it, or is it just something? Always oh, it, works, no, it's or? you know, it's the hit. My, um, my wife's family is. Um, originally Hardcore, from right? Ireland, yeah. yeah. And so her uncle organizes this trip. So it's all her aunts, uncles, cousins, some of their neighbors, and oh, then okay. and then the four of us with her father go. So, I mean, it was a great trip last time, and it was a great trip this time until the bus turned into the COVID Express, and then it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, what are you going to do? Someday. Yeah, and like I said, and like I said, you know, like I'm so pissed. Edinburgh was like, oh, I really think I would have loved Edinburgh. But oh well. I guess it just means you have to go back. I I've thought about that, but like you say, 2029. Like, yeah, yeah um, once this is all, I done. have no does it like. Well, and I've got to fly again in two fucking weeks to go to Indiana. But like, Ew. oh right, Roast. yeah. Your son, your son, pumped, nervous. Uh, a little nervous, I think. He's such okay. a, like, I worry about him. Like, I'm like, dude, you should set up a, a checking account and you need to get a credit card. And you should do that soon because I don't know how it's going to take. You know, I'm telling him this from a month ago. Has he done it? No. <laughs> so I'm like, you're 18, dude. Like, I, I'm going to stop reminding you. And yeah. you know what? <laughs> you're going to, the, the find out time is coming up <laughs> real soon. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Quote Samuel Jackson, TikTok motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> My son's 20, and you know, same same thing. So. Yeah, I like, I mean, I'm not going to do it for him, and like, but I'm going to have to deal with some of the fucking fallout because I always do. Right. Yeah. <sighs> so here's the question Did we, did we, like when we were 18 and 19, did we just like not tell our parents a bunch of stuff and we just stumbled yes. and bumbled and fumbled through? Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. that's probably the case. Maybe. Yeah. I, I can tell you, like, 
I mean, I had a driver's license. I had a checking account from when I was 12 because I worked summer jobs and I had my own money. So this wasn't like, you know, and like my parents didn't ever tell me to do homework. I was completely like totally nerded out. And I'm like, I'm doing all my homework. So um, and I, you know, my wife rides him and I'm just like, did you do your homework? Like, (laughs) like I just I was a different kid for some reason. I don't know why he is the way he is, but. So I Does only get, I only get, homework? huh? Does he not do his homework? He, he, he gets by, he, you know, he does enough to pass and get ace. Uh, but I would like, I was the kid who would like start the homework the day it was assigned. So he's got my wife's genes in that regard. And it drives me fucking nuts. So that's why, but then I always have to like, I'm always pulled into the drama that happens when like, Oh, it's due tomorrow and you haven't started it. Huh? Like, I, I don't care. And then my wife's like, how can you not care? I was like, cause, <laughs> cause I would have done it the day it was assigned. Right. So now we have a new assignment. We're going to build a time machine. <laughs> then when we're done with that, you can do your assignment. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Anyway, it's just, you know, it's fine. Uh, well, he gets he gets now, by. I'm just an over-preparer, and he is not, and it leads to conflict. So if, if just to get Freudian for a second, does that, do you think there's some correlation between you over-prepare and everything, but in RPGs, fuck prep? Or? Well, it's a, it's a joke that I fuck prep, but I, you but know, you like. Really. I don't really know. I always prep. Like I can't run an RPG without like eight hours of prep. So, right. I just, I do wing. I, I don't prep as much as I used to. I used to, you know, when I started out, I was prepping like C-Rack. And then I said, you know, like 20, 30 hours for every session. And I'm like, I can't, I can't oh, wow. do this. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it just seems like I don't prep cause I'm really shitty at it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> um now now speaking of prep i i'm gonna have to point this out on you know our party designation on the on the map is upside down but uh, is it yeah <laughs> it's very possible oh my gosh it is how i know gosh. i can't there well because uh, <laughs> it was Jesus. bothering my ocd we yeah. lock that rotation. Fuck that. It's uh, yeah, because what happens is I get the in out commands confused with this and um, mm-hmm. dungeon draft when I'm going back and forth. So I'll hold right certain keys down while I scroll the mouse wheel. Uh, there we go. Uh, in fact, let me go over to the Olicon region and do the same thing and lock that just to make sure I don't do anything stupid. Okay, so nobody's OCD should be triggered anymore. Uh, shit. Oh, okay. Why is it doing that? Whatever. Who cares? All right. So you guys want to give this a shot and see what happens? Sure. Why the fuck not? 